Listen to Don't Panic early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. What does it mean to be Black in America? In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as Black experiences, you'll hear it means everything. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. This episode contains some strong language and imagine terrifying situations. Please note the following scene is 100% improvised. This is a French Quebecois stone-built house. Has it been updated with modern conveniences? Do you think that I would blind buy a 1690s French stone house in Upper Quebec for the two of us to live in because we've abandoned our families and our wives and our friends so that we can survive together in this declining climate without making sure that it's got a gigabit connection, a solar panel a hardcore air conditioning system. Fair enough. That is Fair enough. wasteful. That's the one thing I'll say that's really wasteful is I insisted on an intense HVAC air system. Look at that lark. Wow. Oh. Wait, can I ask one thing? Mm-hmm. Looking forward to the climate hell future, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's moving above the equator, north, 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 north. We're doing it. They're going to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. What do we have in terms of the sort of like desperate rat people find their way up here? The poor. What do we... The poor, the desperate, the indigent. The desperate. Uh, do we have any kind of like a turret gun system or, you know, like a look right grating over there. or... Look right over there. Hello. Full on automatic body tracking poverty detection. <laughs> They detect the economic status and equatorial proximity of the people approaching. I mean, it's terrible. I know it's terrible. Okay, cancel me. It's terrible. It's terrible. But, Can it detect, but, like, how dehydrated people what, are? Or? Yeah, it detects how de- dehydrated, what type of currency they trade in. It just lays them to waste. Lays, if they even get close to this beautiful pastoral, Oh my God, that's a red-breasted swallow. Wow, what did you read a bird book? Isn't this magical? Look at the flowers and the vines twisting around this beautiful bespoke well. Look at that. Oh, this is our water? This is our water source. This oh, is wow. uh, as magical There are a as lot of flowers in here. Is that okay to drink like vine and flower water? I mean, it's a pretty deep well. The one thing about this is that the story is the well is very deep. And apparently, it's not a story. That's just a detail. You're right. That is part of the detail of the story. <laughs> you know, this is not even day one, and we're living here for the rest of our lives. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, you cannot keep condescendingly like lording your bird knowledge over me if that's what this is gonna be. Sorry. I've got one more. There's a little brown fit on your head. <laughs> on my head? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Oh. Whoa, whoa, watch it, watch it, no, no! Run, whoa, no! Oh, oh, no! Let me grab you, no! Oh, no, we're falling 
From Wondery, I'm Tony Atamanik, and this is Don't Panic! The show that explores all the most ridiculous, unrealistic, worst-case scenario situations that couldn't possibly happen to you in real life, because holy fucking hell! What if they did actually happen to you in real life? So, that didn't end well. (laughs) But don't worry, by the end of the show, me and my guest, my best guest... John Gemberling will try our hardest to get out of that well and back to safety. Speaking of John, he is a dear old friend of mine, the former co-host of the Phony and Collie Show podcast, as well as a terrific performer and writer. You've enjoyed his work on Broad City, The After Party, Human Resources, Mixed Dish, The President Show, where he played an incredible Steve Bannon. But mere seconds ago, you heard him plummeting down the recesses of a fucking well. Okay, so Johnny, you've fallen down a deep, dark water repository, also known as a well. How do you think you survive this scenario? First of all, I want to say I'm not falling down a fucking well. Oh, I'm very okay. careful. Oh, okay, okay. Let's get into this. So well, you're not falling down a well. Just you're not a person pre- who falls down a well. I had a well at my oh. father's stone house that was like. <laughs> was this too uh, close to home? <laughs> no, no. It was not like a stone well, like sticking out with a fucking bucket hanging. It was just a hole in the ground with a couple of boards on top of it. And the yard was totally overgrown. You couldn't see it. So uh, I feel, and this might be arrogant, that I am careful uh, not to to fall down into things. (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, that's everybody, I guess. I mean, nobody who (laughs) fell down a well is like, yeah, that makes sense. But well, how about this? I would take my shirt off and tear it in half and make like little like glove, like little like yes. shirt things so that to protect my fingers and maybe dry off this wet rock. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Is there a bucket and a rope and all that shit or no? It's decayed. It's a bottom ropes broken off. It's not a factor. It's not a factor. It's I'll tell you, not a factor. <laughs> Are you getting claustrophobic at all? Like, does it I mean, it's narrow in there. I do get claustrophobic, but I don't think that would be my issue because like seeing up like I wouldn't want to be um put in the trunk of a car or an oil drum or something. No, no, no. Um, absolutely not. <laughs> or you know, coffin. I mean, I'm assuming it's like wider than I am. Like am I yes. stuck or am I just um, crumpled I mean, at the I, bottom? No, you're crumpled at the bottom. <laughs> you're not like stuck like like something in a pipe. I agree with you. Being able to see up and out is a huge advantage. Like the idea that you can see up and out, I feel would give some relief. At least I would know, okay, I can see the sky. Would you try to yell out, by the way? Or are you just assuming? Oh, yeah, I I guess I would yell. I mean, you said we were completely alone uh, up in the whatever. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to get too thirsty, obviously, because then the turret guns are going to uh, target me as soon as I get up there. Remember that's true. The turrets? Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) So I have to get up quick while I'm still hydrated and I have money in my pocket. But uh, your question about, weirdly, I feel like um, 
once I'm at the bottom of the well, mm-hmm. I don't think I would feel claustrophobic. I actually think it would feel nice, weirdly. <laughs> Do you think like, it'd be nice and cool? You think it'd smell good down there? It might be nice and cool, but I like that feeling of like being like under a table as a kid or like being under something like and looking up out of it. There there would come a moment of panic when it's like, oh, <clears throat> this is going to be really hard to get out and maybe I won't be able to yeah. get out. Then the panic sets in. Let's add water where you can't feel the bottom. Uh, just okay. just to know you're now you're you're it, you've fallen in, but you've fallen into water, which is you're really treating ways, me like a sim. I am. I am. I'm re I'm recalibrating the, <laughs> the, the simulation. Well, because there's an advantage here. You're falling down this well and you can control your fall a little bit. Is there any way you try to control your fall when you fell, by the way? Into the no, water? Do you no, think- I don't know what you're talking about. How would you there's no <laughs> way to control your I'm not skydiving. This is like 80 feet down to water. I don't even know what's happening until I hit until I like get above the water. Okay, now you're in the water. You're in the water and there's no bottom. Now that's okay. to me, there's some advantage there because now you haven't hit a bottom. So at least hitting the water, you're le- I would figure you're less injured, right? Let's yeah, I'm less injured, together. but it's it's slippery. It's I mean, <clears throat> then I'm a little more panicky because I know I'm gonna get tired quicker. And I'm wet and heavy. So I guess I would get my shoes off. I think about this, mm-hmm. like falling in water with clothes on and being like, well, you got to get as much off as possible so yes. you're lighter and more mm-hmm. mobile. Get my shoes off, get my socks off so I can dig my toes. And maybe I keep my socks on at first so I can mm-hmm. protect my toes, but knowing I might have to lose them ultimately. Get my pants off. So I'm just in socks, I no shirt. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only in Thanks socks. Going. Uh, I've got my shirt gloves, my wet shirt gloves that like yeah. is grippable somehow. Um, and now what do you do? I, I guess I'm like feeling around to see where the handholds are because I'm floating. I'm like a little lighter. Can I brace my legs against the sides? Is it, is it narrow enough that I can yes. brace my legs? Okay. So now I'm bracing my legs and I'm sort of like hobble getting up. You're doing um, a shimmy. Yeah, I'm doing a bit of a shimmy and like sort of scrabbling my hands. How long before you really panic? Like how long can you keep your cool before this really freaks you out? You're calm, you're looking at the sky. When I've wondered about this because, you know, I had to be like pulled in at the beach by a lifeguard one time when there were like rip currents. Jesus. I was like just trying to swim back to shore and I just wasn't like getting anywhere really, but I didn't feel that tired. But like he came yeah. and got me and I was like, wow, what happened? He was like, you're a bad swimmer. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I guess I am. But I've never had the experience of being like so tired in water that I felt like I couldn't swim anymore. So I have wondered about like what at what point are you like, you know, I'm not going to be able to be buoyant anymore. Oh, freaks me out. My God, freaks you out. Yeah, it does. Losing it in the water freaks me out. Water freaks me out. What is your earliest nightmare? Like, what is the thing you remember, the first fear, like terror you remember, the first panic? Generally, I think childhood nightmare is a good way to start. There was one incident at my grandfather's house, my father's father's house, Mm. and I was like napping on the floor in the living room. And you know when you like fall asleep and on your ear and you can hear your heartbeat in your ear. Mm -hmm. 
that was happening and it sounded exactly like the sound of people coming up the stairs outside of his house and somehow i like was having a dream that these creatures were like coming up the stairs to get me or something and i remember like i woke up and was like still in it when i woke up and they had to like calm me down because i was like freaking out that like these things were coming to get me so you had like a waking, like a terror, like a, almost like a waking night terror. Yeah. You know, there's an interpretation, which is that sometimes what happens is you have a series of stages when you go to sleep, right? So you're in beta. When you relax, you go into alpha. Then you go into something called sleep spindles, which is theta, which is sort of like if you're like a, a warehouse, it's like the night watchman, like making sure everything's locked up, shutting down each of the, you know, shutting down each That's of the That's how you weave your thing. Weave your dreams with the sleep spindles. Yes, you weave your dreams with the sleep spindles. And then you go into Delta. And Delta's the dead space where there's no brain activity and then REM. So sometimes they say that when sleep spindles happen, you can stay conscious. The brain starts to flood itself with a chemical that essentially creates immobilization in the body during the sleep process, right? The sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. People wake up in sleep paralysis. That tends to be a sort of form of night terror, right? Where the brain's sort of justifying why they can't move. That's where you get all those like medieval images of like cats sitting on people's chests, right? We've talked about all that stuff. Yeah, the and goblin then, on the chest. and Yeah, the goblin and the alien. And, you know, it's always some Yeah, the bat-winged freak hovering up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bat-winged freak. <laughs> and, and then, ooh, you little bat-winged freak. <laughs> bat-winged freak. <laughs> you won't get away with this, Joker. Get off me, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Penguin, wake up. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like sure. to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the way back machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.
Okay, so we know how you think you would survive getting stuck in a well, but what do the experts who have a lot of time on their hands at WikiHow say to do? How to tread water easily and effortlessly. I have to say, I'm a great water treader. I've tread water for an hour. When? It's pretty good. Oh, when I was like 14, 15. Okay. <laughs> now, now I'd sink like a stone. Um, but here's this guy. Now, this I always love WikiHow too because you don't know what the animation's going to be. This guy's a tight nip blockhead. He's got. <laughs> I mean, you wrote that down. You had that prepared. No, I just said it. <laughs> you wrote. You're reading tight nip blockhead. <laughs> Move your arms and your legs to keep your head above water. Make use of all four limbs. Keeping your body vertical, turning your body horizontally and kicking your legs will mean that you're swimming, not treading water. If you could float on your back, wouldn't it be better to float on your back? Pedal your legs in a circular motion or kick your feet okay. back and forth. We got it. Okay. <laughs> you know, breathe normally. Keep your float. chin and breathe. Nor keep your chin up. Okay. Extend one arm and draw it back towards your body. Then keep alternating between your left arm and right arm and clawing motion, pointing your toes and kicking them. <laughs> Advantage. The basic technique doesn't require a lot of practice. Disadvantage. It saps energy fast. Well, that's a huge disadvantage. <laughs> What's the only one that uses the least energy? Flutter kick, keep your arms outstretched for balance, kicking your it feet rapidly. It can be rapidly. taxing for your lower body, yeah. Yo, Could you look up kick. on WikiHow, like, chewing food? Like, is there an sure. entry for, like, move your mandibles up and down and until the food is uh How to chew mushy. food properly. <laughs> Christy Major, Christy Major, April 25th, 2023. <laughs> 36 co-authors. takes a village. Here's this asshole eating a fucking <laughs> apple. And he's Five loving it. Five to ten times. Five to ten times to chew one bite of this stupid apple. Look at him. He's like, oh, God, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this was the one thing that was well specific. And it's very weird because I looked it up and look. Oh no, little Johnny's fallen down grandpa's well. <laughs> By the way, this is from Thursday, May 5th, 2011. And this is the webpage. Nice. And there is the well, there is the well from the um the movie the about the videotape, the ring. But here is what you said. This is the interesting thing. Place your back against the wall and your feet opposite okay. the wall in an L shape. Use steady and even pressure from your thighs to maintain your position <laughs> off the ground. You are don't right. Don't give me credit for <laughs> I don't Play, deserve credit for. You do. <laughs> Place the palms of your hands against the wall and you've got the t-shirt. That's even better. Behind and all the producers are saying <laughs> how brilliant it was the t-shirt move, by the way. <laughs> you guys are kind. Okay, so now the question is. Can we put together everything we just learned and use it to help us actually survive falling down a well? Just to recap, John and I are escaping climate change. We are in our Quebecois farm. We have our automatic turrets. We are in a well. Let's head back to the scene. Oh God, what are we gonna do? <laughs> All right. Just relax, relax. What if the horns are coming? I didn't put on the automatic poverty sensors yet. You didn't turn it on? No! 
Oh no. Hi. Hi. You got a little. Linda. Uh huh. What's happening, Linda? Did you die in the well? Yeah, I died in the well. Uh huh. I was the 15th person who played washboard in this Mumford and Sons tribute band. And the whole band thought I was really annoying. And they didn't like my washboard, so they shut me down the well. Oh. So you are dead. You're not a. You haven't survived in this well. You are a, a, an undead. Oh, thing. I'm undead, honey. All right. Well, <clears throat> um, Anthony. Okay, hold on. Just spread your. Yeah, okay, yes. Make an L shape. Okay. okay. Get yes. your back against the wall. Thank and now you. I'm just going to put my feet in your lap and sort of get up on your shoulder here. Jesus. Stand on top of your head. Ow. And sort of get up a little bit myself. You okay? You okay? How <laughs> are you drowning me? Okay, now I'm going to make an L shape. And I'm already a little ways up. And now I'm shimmy shimmy. See ya, Linda. See ya, Tony. What? I'm up. I'm gonna me? reach right for the other side of the room. Oh no! I feel like I could have switched in! Sorry, oh. sorry, sorry. Let's try that again. Make an L shape. Linda, oh. move! <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. I could just absorb into the wall. Hold on. It really felt like you were gonna get up there and just leave me here with Linda. Tell oh, me that's oh, not true. Why do you think that? Because I said bye bye, Tony and Linda. <laughs> what an ass! You know, <laughs> just <laughs> you use me, and also, what if Linda's supernatural powers could somehow get us out without having to make a lot of effort? Oh, is that possible? Linda, come back. Yeah. Do you have any? Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Enough of that. Give me that spoon. Tony here was thinking maybe you had some kind of magical powers of levitation, or you could vomit up enough water to raise the water level up high, or if you can get a tube TV and a classic EPBHS player down here. I can physicalize and come through the TV. Like, there is this mm-hmm. single woman with a kid in downtown mm-hmm. Montreal right now, and they're about to watch the tape, but that's like a real commute. Yeah. I mean, you're talking like at least six hours to get back up here. Now, you're going to, like, take a cab or something, right? You're not just going to crawl on all fours all the way. Oh, I crawl on all fours. I get, I get, <laughs> I get road sick. Damn it. <laughs> Mom? Do you want to watch this tape I found? I'm highly intelligent. Uh, sure, honey. I guess we can visit your father's grave later. Uh, bit of snow. Well, okay. Oh, there's a ladder up against the ladder up against the house. Oh, old oh, woman. Fly, fly on the camera. Oh, the fly's real. Oh, okay. what? Wait. Oh, that's a fly on the TV. Wow, interesting, mother. Yeah. If the fly was on oh, the seashore, and the seashore is now turning into some sort of, uh, looks bloody. Person in the window. No, I guess not. Uh, no, nobody's in the window. All right. And, uh, oh, oh look at that well. Oh, well. Oh, uh, can you, get, can you grab the phone? Can you get the oh, phone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hi, dongle residents. 
Help, help, my name's Linda. I'm a washboard musician, and uh, there's a couple of guys stuck in a well about six hours from here. Uh, if I give you their uh, coordinates, you think you can drive up and help? Mom, it's that ghost in the well from the video. <laughs> it's calling us. I think that uh, we need to go help some people. Let's do it. The next day. So, I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, at the end of the day, I'm glad I rewatched the, all the Lord of the Rings extended versions. You know, I read them all, and I think it's so much more important than just like the movie, the interpretations of. Oh, Linda, shut up. Linda, wait a minute. Weren't you gonna come get us? I did something better. Hello? Who's that? I'm a little intelligent boy with my single horny mother. <laughs> wow, Linda, did you did you get these these sort of sad yeah. mother and son to come <laughs> help us? Yeah, you know what? I didn't want to manifest again. It is a lot of trouble to climb out of a tube television, and I really like it in this well. So I just want to hang here. I mean, you two like. It's just a great hang, and I'm cool with just hanging on this property. All right, all so... right, all right, all right. Oh, hey. Wow, hey. thank you. Oh, fuck. Um, Look at the house. It's overrun with whores. Oh, get off. Get off our property. Get the fuck get out of here. Property. Turn, Turn on, on the fucking turrets. property. Turn on the turrets. Oh, no. We haven't had anything to drink, and we don't have any money in our pockets. Oh. John Gambling. <laughs> that was an epic, epic. Don't panic. We got everything that I know I wanted in to this scene. Thank you so much. I for loved joining it. Me. Thank you, my dear love. This was my so dear special. Uh, I would love to be a ghost with you in a well. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and you can watch our full podcast episodes on YouTube, on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Goodbye and remember that fear is what keeps us alive. Don't Enjoy Don't Panic on the Wondery app wherever you get your podcasts and now on YouTube where you can watch full episodes. Subscribe to the Wondery channel on YouTube and don't miss any episodes. You can listen to Don't Panic early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Don't Panic is hosted by me, Tony Atamanik. Our engineer is Austin Lim. Sound design, mixing, and mastering is by C.J. Drummiller. And our music supervisor is Scott Velasquez. For Wondery, senior producers are Andrew Goldstein and Eliza Mills. Producers are Adam Azaroff and Allison Johnson. And executive producers are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the Outer Lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us in Pura. 
promised to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pure. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.